The following podcast is produced or sponsored by a community member. The content, views, and opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not reflect those of BMC or the town of Belmont. BMC welcomes your comments. Call us at 617-484-2443 or email us at access at belmontmedia.org. Welcome to the Rain Delay Sports Podcast with your hosts, this week Anthony Haddad and Mac Safi. Let's get into it. This week, we have the Boston Celtics offseason coming up, what we're expecting and what we think needs to happen. The Boston Red Sox still on a tear in the AL East, and uh, the Patriots facing yet another controversy. Uh, Let's start off with the Boston Celtics. Anthony, what do you think needs to happen? Well, you know, I don't think there's too much that needs to happen because, of course, we made it to the Eastern Conference Finals with lots of doubters this year. And we didn't have Kyrie Irving or Gordon Hayward. So, once they're both back next year, our, our starting lineup's going to be nasty, first of all. And our bench is going to be, too. But I think we really need a rim protector. That's, that's the big key right now, I think. A guy who can just rebound the ball and, you know, we need a rebounder. Uh, going further into it, what do you think the situation regarding Marcus Smart? Uh, how do you think they should oh, handle that? Smart, I think we got to resign him. Um, I know, I know the Celtics are interested too, and he wants like twelve to fourteen million dollars, something like that. But I think he's worth it. Like the hustle he brings to the team, and and you know, you know, everybody says he always puts it all on the court, and he's he's a big part to the team, and he 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 brings the attitude. Yeah, so. he even said that himself, that um, he leaves it all out there on the floor, and he said that not many other players in the league can say that, and I personally agree with that statement. I think he's a very big part of the team, um, more than most people give him credit for, I think. I think it's oh, yeah. pretty important to resign him and really just keep the team the way it is. I mean... Obviously, going to the Eastern Conference Finals, Game 7, pretty close loss. But without your two stars, I mean, who would have expected that? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, smart, incredible defender, too. But, you know, his shooting, oh, good Lord. He needs help on that. When he goes, like, 1 for 11 from the field, you think, wow, he just only hurts the team. But what you really don't see and what no stats can really show is his effort on the defensive end. He tries. He just sucks. So, yeah, on offense, I think if he puts in work, he'll be able to get his shot. Yeah, somewhat decent. I'm not expecting like forty percent like Kyrie Irving, or oh, no, no, no Al way. shooting forty six. But like, if he can, can like hit like one out of three, I think we're in pretty good shape. Yeah, as forward. long as he just doesn't get uh, like shoot ten percent. Oh my god. Okay, but you know, and then there's the other guy we have. The big name talking about is Terry Rozier. You know, I think we I think we should bring him back. I mean, you know, there's a lot of talks about we're going to trade for Anthony Davis or Kawhi Leonard or something like that. So, you know, we could always use him as a trade piece, but he's definitely a guy you want to bring back as, as of now. Yeah, I mean, there's just so much up in the air. The NBA address is only 13 days away. There's yeah. so much that is undecided and can really change going forward. Some of the trade talks have been getting Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis, or even the number five or six pick. 
Yeah. So trade up for get Mo Bamba. I think out of those three, I don't really think trading someone like Terry Rozier, Jalen Brown, uh, is something I would personally do. But out of those three deals, I would personally rather get Anthony Davis. Oh yeah, me too. Out of any me of those too. three. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, Kawhi Leonard, he's a great player and all, but uh, I just, I just don't want to deal with the drama he's going through and everything. Like, it's just, it's just a, not a guy you want on your team. Yeah, if he's not really willing, like Marcus Smart said, if you're not willing to put it all out there, uh, I'm not sure that's someone you really want to have on the Celtics because I think that's really where it starts for them. They leave it all out there. Yeah, and someone like him. Um, not sure that's the one they want to be pursuing. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll mess the chemistry up a little bit, bring a negative energy into the team. That's not yeah. What you and want. then the third and final option is trading up for the number five or six pick for Mohamed Bamba. For those of you who don't know, he is a six eleven center at the University of Texas. Has the longest wingspan in NBA Combine history. I think oh, it's yeah. seven. It's something up there. It's something like seven really six high. or something seven, like six, that. Seven six, yeah. Insane. Uh, I don't watch a ton of college basketball, so I can't really give you an in depth no, look on either, him. But I have heard that he is a he's he's a guy who can not only be the rim protector there, and his defense is great. But I've heard that he can stretch the floor a little bit as well. So, you know. I think he'd fit into a more rim protector role on the Celtics because we have Al Horford, who's the guy who stretches out the floor, who shoots threes and stuff. But, you know, I wouldn't be mad trading up for it, depending what we give up. I trust Danny Ainge. I mean, you look at the trades we've made, especially the Nets trade. Oh, yeah. I mean, they made a rule because of that trade. Yeah. Uh, I think the real question going into it, though, is is Jalen Brown someone you want to be giving up for... Um, somebody who is a rookie, unproven. No, no, I don't. I think Jalen Brown, he's going to develop even to more into more of a star. I mean, he's already good. He averaged close to 14 points this year. And, you know, he looks good. He's, he's an athlete. He's an athlete out there. Like, oh, yeah, he's really built well. Oh, my God. I think I think he can work on his shooting a little bit, but he is going to be a future star for sure. Yeah, him and Jason Tatum, definitely future all-stars. Yeah. Potential, oh, Jason Tatum even more. Potential future MVPs of the league. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, with it only all 13 days away, it's really, really hard to predict what's going to happen. Yeah. My I know, I know if we don't trade up. Yeah, if we don't trade up and they're interested in Dante DiVincenzo, six man on Villanova who actually won that finals MVP for them. And, I mean, he looks good. He shot incredible that game. Yeah, I think the real magic of Danny Ainge is his second round picks. Oh, Pro- yeah. Proven this year with uh, Semi Ojale, who proved to be a really effective defender against people like Giannis, LeBron. <laughs> Um, just mm-hmm. really, really great pick, and I think that he really just adds another level of depth to the team. And oh, I think yeah. he'll, f- oh, yeah. Danny Angel, find another I mean, person like that. In the I mean, round. you look at the team; 
if you put Kyrie and Hayward back in, you're looking up to next year. The starting lineup consists of Kyrie Irving at point guard, Jalen Brown at shooting guard, Gordon Hayward at small forward. I'd say move Jason Tatum to power forward as of now and keep Al Horford at center. That's a really, really good starting five. Then off the bench, you have Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, Marcus Morris. I mean, you got Ojale and like a guy like Baines. And then you still have Monroe. That's that's consisting of the team this year. But I know some moves are going to be made. We're going to lose a few guys, and we're going to probably get a few. So the, the those ten guys will likely change a little bit. But it's it's looking like a fun future for this Boston Celtics team. Now something getting into a little bit even bigger than those trade talks we just talked about. LeBron James meeting with the Boston Celtics this summer. Um, honestly, LeBron James, not someone I want to come to Boston. I would really not like to see that at all. I don't think it's a good move. I don't think giving up a star player like Hayward or Kyrie for him would be worth it. You know, I think we could definitely trade Hayward and clear cap, and then you sign, you sign LeBron. And I he I, I would I would do that in a heartbeat because he's one of the two best guys of all time. But you have Kyrie Irving on the Celtics and he's already he's already saying stuff like he, he, he left the he left the Cavs last year or he demanded a trade because he said he doesn't want to play behind LeBron anymore. So if LeBron comes to Boston, he's gonna leave again for sure. And that's that's just something I don't wanna happen. So Plus, I'm I'm a little against getting LeBron. Yeah. Plus, um, how much longer can LeBron really keep up this level that he's playing at? Someone like Gordon Hayward is only what 27, 28, yep. and he's signed for the next four years. Whereas LeBron is now 33, and although aging slowly, aging, and he, I don't expect him to continue the level of play that he's at over two years. Oh no, I think I think he'll end up playing well and long for for a good amount of years, four or five, at least. But I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I I do think LeBron is gonna leave Cleveland though. I've I uh, I I mean, I always said I've said it before. I don't think LeBron is leaving, but. You know, and now now that I see the guys he plays with, it, it doesn't make sense for him to want to stay anymore. Yeah, I don't think him. I don't think um, he wants to be there. Like he said when he went there, that that when he comes back, he doesn't want to be carrying a team. And yet, look where he is now, down three zero in the NBA Finals, and he's not coming back. No um, way. Really, just pulling a bag of rocks of fourteen other players behind rocks. That might be a little more than rocks. Yeah, I mean, Pete. Like when you looked at their moves during the trade deadline, you thought, "Wow, they can kind of make a push now." Now they've got the players they need behind LeBron, and yet almost nothing had changed. Yeah, I'm. I I think. I'm going to blame a little bit, a lot of this, actually, on Tyron Lue. He's an awful coach. He just, he just, he's just a terrible coach. You know, the guys he has on that team are talented players. 
Larry Nance Jr., Jordan Clarkson, Rodney Hood. I mean, even Seti Osman, when he got the time to play, he was playing well this uh, this season. Um, you know, and it's just they're he's not playing them in the role they should be played, and it's it's everything's just falling apart for that team. Because all, all LeBron has is really Kevin Love, who's inconsistent. And you don't know what happens with them, so. Yeah, I really... This team was supposed to be possibly something that could actually contend with the Warriors. Maybe the Rockets. But mm-hmm. now, if you l- just look at the production from players like J.R. Smith, George Hill... What has Rodney Hood done? I don't know. He hasn't been playing a lot. I mean, this past game in the finals, he scored, I think, 15 points. So, I mean, that's solid. Yeah, he stepped it up, but I really... And he shot pretty good percentage, too. It was something around, like, 40, 50 range. Yeah, but I definitely have a problem with uh, him in the Raptors game when they were up by, I think, 30 in game four. And he refused to go in. Like, that's if you're in a slump, that is when you go in and you get yourself out of it. Yeah. You have nothing to lose. Your team's up by 30, and you refuse to uh, go in. That's putting yourself above the team, something that should never be done at any level, but especially a professional level like that. It's just really mind-boggling to me that somebody could be that, like, self-centered to not want to yeah. help their team win. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know what's happened to that team. I mean, they're all getting old, too. Uh, Kyle Korver still got his shot, but he's getting up there. J.R. Smith's up there. You know, it's it, the, team, the team's running out again. They had their run. I think they're going to be pretty bad once LeBron leaves. But where will he go? That's the question. Matt, have any opinions? Um... My opinion would be the Rockets or the 76ers. I agree with that, actually. Uh, I don't see him in... L.A. L.A. I don't see that at all. Um, really, it... Like, you know as much as I do, so... Yeah, I... You know, there's lots of talk of him going to L.A., and, you know, it's a great city to play in, but I just I just don't see him ending up going to the Western Conference, to be honest, completely, because, you know, why why would he, if, if he's on a team that's not great and he can get to the finals, why not join a better team than he already has in the Eastern Conference and just destroy everybody he has in the Eastern Conference and then get to the finals even easier. So I I don't know why he would want to go to the West. I mean, it's more challenging, I guess, and it's like it's a bigger challenge. But I think if he goes to the West, I think um, the it's league gonna will be, be a team dry like spell Houston. for a while. Yeah, it's going to be a team like Houston, though. But then again, they have to make trades to clear the cap. Well, I think they would trade someone like Capella or Le- I think actually he's a restricted free agent this year. So they might actually not match his deal and let him walk. Who? Capella. No, I don't think they'll let him walk. They just did a really good job bringing it to seven games with the Warriors. I think everyone on that team is a big part of that. And 
I think they need to keep that team intact as much as possible. What if they're to bring in LeBron, though? Who, who, who would they trade? If it was anyone, it probably would be Capella. Yeah. But oh, or get rid of Ryan Anderson's ugly contract. That's like seventeen mil a year, and he's he's not performing anymore. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that'll clear up enough cap, but that'll definitely help. Uh, yeah, it de- it definitely would. I don't see him. I yeah, I agree with you that I see him staying in the East more likely. But if he was to go to the West, I would say the Rockets. Yeah. I also, you know, there's there's the four teams everybody talks about, but you never you never know if he'll actually end up in one of those places. He could end up anywhere, to be totally honest. Just a team that has cap. Yeah, so. really not. Nobody knows more than anyone else. The only person who really knows. An interesting is. spot would be if he went to Indiana. They're actually like, they're they're doing pretty good in cap. They're like the fourth, fourth most fourth the. Uh, the team with the fourth most amount of cap space. So if he were to go there, they'd be a deadly team. LeBron, Oladipo. I mean, I mean, let let's first talk about how the Pacers surprised everybody this year already, like trading away Paul George and getting Oladipo, who turned into a star himself. So it's crazy. Yeah, they're definitely an up and coming team, but I really think that the the way the East is moving forward now, and if no, like, LeBron moving to Philly happens, or even if LeBron does move to Philly, the big thing that's going to happen in the East now is Celtics 76ers yeah, for yeah. a long time to come. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm scared, though, for if LeBron goes to Philly... That's going to be a deadly team. Yeah, if LeBron goes to Philly, it really does put the rest of the Eastern Conference in an incredibly tough yep. spot. I don't think anyone would beat that team. I don't think anyone would really be able to contend with that team. Yep. And, you know, a team I think um, who is going to contend this year and surprise a lot of people is the Milwaukee Bucks. In our last uh, podcast, the NBA Super Session, uh, me and John had said that the Bucks, all they need to do is sign a good coach such as Mike Budenholzer. It's funny, a few days later, they actually signed Mike Budenholzer. So I think I think they're, they're actually going to be really good this year. Because, uh, you know, their team's talented. And they have guys, they have Giannis. A lot of people say that's all they have. But Chris Middleton averaged around 23 points a game this year. That's That's like all-star numbers. So... You know, you can't underrate the, the Milwaukee Bucks. Malcolm Brogdon, young player, great defense. I mean, even Eric Bledsoe is still good, around 17 points a game. Oh, yeah, definitely. They definitely have one of the most talented young rosters in the league today. Uh, the reason why they lost to the Celtics was because of coaching. Yep. It's, it's really a shame to see so much talent go to waste there. Yep. Their, their team is really really good and i think someone that everyone really forgets about is jabari parker because of that injury yep really good player he's he's also a restricted free agent this offseason yeah if Um, i were them i would match that i I would too Um, but you know it depends how much money uh, other teams are willing to get some team might offer him a max deal well probably not but a decent amount of money that the bucks might not want to match but then again 
you know, there's there's all these guys on the Bucks like John Henson's their starting center, but they have Don Maker who ended up starting a few games against the Celtics and he was blocking like crazy. They set records in that game for their franchise. Unbelievable player. Yeah, definitely one of the best teams. Uh, one of the best young teams in the NBA. I don't mm-hmm. think they'll win a championship. They'll they'll get close though. I, I yeah, think I think Eastern Conference Finals is possible. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think the big three teams of the East next year though. Even if LeBron doesn't go to Philadelphia, it's going to be Philadelphia, Boston, and Milwaukee. Yeah, I think Raptors are done after. I think I think they should start rebuilding too. Yeah, Raptors need to go to DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry. They just really need to start the rebuild process, yep. no matter how painful that is to them. I don't think the two guard system really works that well. Or at least in their case, because DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry are borderline all-stars. I mean, they're working, but they're also both getting older. I, so, I'd say they're borderline all-stars at best, and really... No, I think DeRozan's up there, though. I think he's an all-star. I, I agree with the Kyle Lowry, though. Yeah, The reason why it works in Houston is because you have two of the most talented oh, players in yeah. the NBA. So. Well, Harden, I'd say he's number one shooting guard for sure. Oh, easily. And then, I mean, just guards in general are one of the most, or easily the most talented position there. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to to um, speculate where Chris Paul falls on that list. Yeah. But definitely top five. Mm-hmm. And then you got what other teams are in the East? The Pacers. They're going to be good, I think, again. I think the Pacers will stay but, consistent you know, in like a four to five seed. The Cavs, they don't bring LeBron back. They fall off. They could maybe get a low low playoff seed. But, I mean, also the Pistons. The Pistons could actually have a nice run this year because of that Blake Griffin in trade. So they have him with DeAndre, or not DeAndre Jordan, Andre Drummond. So... They have, we'll see how they work out this year. They'll have an actual full season to work together rather than a little less than half or around that. So Yeah, I could see them at five. Yeah. Five to four, anywhere in between. Yeah. Four four to six, anywhere in between there. I say they fall. Um like now the e- the east is on the rise the west uh, yeah. i feel like is going to fall soon yep i think i think with free agents this offseason um things might be shaken up and i I'd, I'd actually love to see that so that that'd be that'd be fun to see you know get some guys like maybe capella going into the east maybe paul george goes back to the east you never know i i think he's going to go to the lakers for sure but we'll see yeah i don't there's only, like, so many good teams or so many rising teams in the West. The only really good ones are the Lakers. The Nuggets are definitely a sleeper that not many know about. And yeah, the Timberwolves, with but with the possibility of Cat leaving oh, and, he won't, he won't. and underperforming Andrew Wiggins, I'm not sure mm, how far they yeah. could go. Yeah, Andrew Wiggins did underperform, but... I, I doubt Cat's going to be traded. No way. I, I just think they're going to work things out, and it'll be fine. 
and Cat's gonna he's gonna be fine. The whole state of Minnesota better hope so. Yeah, I I think so. I'd be surprised if they ended up trading him. And they're saying stuff like Cat straight up for the number one pick. Towns is not not going for the number one pick. I mean, the Timberwolves aren't stupid enough to do that deal. Yeah, I mean, if they're going to trade Towns, they're going to get more than that. I mean, maybe they get the first-round pick and a player, like a young guy, like maybe Josh Jackson or something. I don't know, but they're not going to do just Towns straight up for the number one pick. So we'll we'll see what happens. But should we give a few opinions on um, some of the other top free agents? Yeah, let's go with... Probably one of the hardest besides LeBron James, DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. So, there's a lot of controversy here with DeMarcus Cousins. He unfollowed the Pelicans on Instagram. And then, there, but, you know, then again, they swept the Portland Trailblazers at the three seed, who were the three seed. So, you know... I don't know. I don't know if Cousins wants to leave because Anthony Davis played played out of his mind this year. And Drew Holiday even stepped up big, and he played like like an all-star almost. But, um, you know, even Rondo. Rondo ended up working too a little bit. They have And they have decent defense. So there was always talks about how the Pelicans need to sign or get some wing players. Yeah, I still think they do, but... No, they're they're a good team. I'd I'd be a little surprised if Cousins actually wanted to leave, unless he's of course chasing the bag or the. I think the money. if the Celtics move up to the number five pick and take it from the Dallas Mavericks, I see him going there. Dallas. Yeah, because then he gets to have his big man spot out there. Uh, they get good young players in Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier, and possibly a pick. Um, yeah. I think that could work out to be a pretty good team. Uh, other possible spots that people have talked about: San Antonio, L.A., but Washington's a big one. Yeah, really, it's it's up in the air. It's I I think the biggest two I've heard is he's staying in New Orleans or he's going to Washington. But you know, there's not there's not some set teams that people have been talking out about like LeBron, but. You know, I I I think I I personally think he's going to stay even though he unfollowed the Pelicans and stuff, but you know, we'll see what happens. Um next CP3 easy. He's staying in Houston. No no yeah, doubt about where it. Where else would he go? Going um, to a game 7 in the Western Conference Finals. I mean, really there's no reason for him to leave. Yeah. Yeah. I think that one's pretty easy. Yep. Um, Paul George, that one's easy as well. L.A. L.A., yeah. I don't think he'll stay. There's mm-hmm. the, the reason why a team like the Oklahoma City Thunder can't function is because they have three ball-dominant players in their system, and... I know teams like the Warriors also have, like, a lot of big-name stars, but they have a good coach in Steve Kerr. Yep. Billy Donovan, not good at all, brought a college system to the NBA, which does not work. 
Brad Stevens, although he did come out of college, but he readjusted and has now become one of the best coaches in the NBA. But oh yeah, Billy Donovan's just quite simply a terrible coach. He's the reason they yeah. go down in flames. Yeah, I also think it a big uh, actually thing that's hurting the Thunder is how many shots Westbrook takes. I mean, it, but he, I think. Westbrook is so good the way he is, averaging a triple-double the past two oh, seasons, yeah, yeah, yeah. that these players and Paul George and Carmelo Anthony should have helped should have helped him win games. Because if he continues to play like he does and still has those other players to go to, like mm-hmm. if he needed to go to a kickout and he has Paul George open for a three, easy. But I mean, I don't now think they're just kind of playing iso ball. I, yeah. I wasn't blaming it on Paul George, but they're... Mainly just playing iso ball with their three stars. Yep. yep. But, I mean, uh, they, they they act like um, Melo's part of the big three. I, I personally think the big three is Westbrook, Paul George, and Steven Adams. I don't – I think Melo's not good anymore. I think he's even so still averaged around 15. Yeah, Melo's so. not bad. Everyone does forget about Steven Adams. Re- they have the talent. Yeah, they have a great it's team. Like, it's like the Bucks. They have the talent. Now go out and get a coach to match yeah. it. Yeah, Um Another big, a big uh, free agent name, DeAndre Jordan. Um, will he stay in LA with the Clippers? Uh, not a chance. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't. I personally think he's not going to leave because he wants to. I think he's going to leave because the Clippers want to rebuild. Um, you know. They could easily oh, no, 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 offer no. He, him. He wants to leave. He wants. Yeah, to. but they could easily offer him a lot of money and get him to stay there. But I think he wants to go somewhere else. I know there were talks a f- few years ago, or when he was about to be traded, he would go to uh, Dallas. But I'm. I, I could see well, him going he there. He did sign with Dallas. It's just. Yeah, he, he did. He, he kind of pulled out. Yeah, but I mean. I could see him going there for sure. I see him on the Houston Rockets. With Capella? Well, they say they let Capella walk, and they signed DeAndre Jordan. It's going to happen. Call him now. He doesn't uh, want... Because th- Clint Capella, smudge overrated. Well, the thing is, I, I agree with that. I think he is a little bit overrated, but... You know, he's young, and he's going to develop, I think, a little bit more than he's already playing at a high level. So, you know, I think I don't think DeAndre Jordan's going to go to Houston. I think he's going to go to a uh, lower-tier team, to be honest, and he's going to go for money and play play really well for that team, like the Mavericks. Uh, I'm not entirely sure he's just in it for the money, I think. Yeah, I would say he's more concerned with winning the money. Yeah, but then he's got so with all the disappointing years in LA, wouldn't you be? Yeah, but I don't see him going to Houston. So we'll see what happens. Uh, um, I guess another big name free agent, not really as big, but this will be the last one we talk about. Tyreek Evans. Is he staying in Memphis? Uh, I know I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Um, Possible landing spots. I was talking about Boston Celtics. Yep. I think L.A. Yep. 
Um, I don't know too many other spots they've said, but uh, San Antonio would be a great spot. I know San Antonio's definitely going after a shooting guard. I've seen rumors of Smart going there, Avery Bradley going there, Tyreek Evans going there, even J.J. Redick. So we'll see what happens with the shooting guards in um, San Antonio, but I, I would love to see them get a guy like Redick. That'd be... It'd be really good for them to play with Pop if he ends up staying. Yeah. Actually, don't, I've got one more free agent for you. And this one might be the most... Um, I don't really know how to phrase it. Most difficult because I don't really know who's looking for someone like him. And that is Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. It is difficult because he still wants that max deal, even though he barely played this season. And, I mean, I, I don't know where he's going to go. I know the Lakers were actually interested, but I don't think they were willing to give him a max deal. I think he's... I, I think, think he's, he I still think he's good, but I think he's worth closer to 15 mil rather than, like, 30 what he wants. I don't think LA will resign him. Or... Excuse me. I don't think he'll sign with L.A. Because yeah, I don't either. Lonzo's still there. Point mm-hmm. guard, he doesn't want to be off the bench. Yep. And he he really does need to lower his expectations. Oh, yeah, yeah. For this upcoming he year. He definitely does. You know, I think, I mean, the, the teams that have cap, too, to pay a max deal are teams that aren't very good this past year. But I don't think they're willing to give him a max deal. So I if he doesn't... Wouldn't. If he doesn't wake up and realize he's not worth a max deal, then he I could see him not even getting signed. Yeah, I could see him sitting out next year or yeah. the start of next year until he finally realizes that he's not worth it. Yeah. And the reason why he did so well in Boston is because of Brad Stevens. Yep. And I think other teams have not realized that as well. Yep. I, I have heard a few rumors, though, of him going to uh, Detroit. And they trade Reggie Jackson away. But, you know, I think Reggie Jackson, in this case, is a more trustworthy point guard. Yes, he's not as great a shooter as Isaiah Thomas, but he has a defense there. And I he, he's nice driving. I mean, Isaiah Thomas is too, but Isaiah Thomas is small. So, depending on what they're looking for in Detroit... Um, he could definitely end up there, but I don't think there's many teams who are in talks with getting him. Um, you know, I don't know what he's worth anymore. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't be. Um, now let's move over to the MLB and the Boston Red Sox. Boston Red Sox have been on a tear to start off the season, going 43-20, and 20, only half a game back of New York somehow. I don't really know. They're 40-18. and 18. Yeah, that's weird. Um, but really, one of... The premier teams in the MLB. Mm-hmm. Um, They're along with the Yankees up top, best two. Oh, yeah, easy. The rest of the uh, AL East is 14 games back in third place. So, Oh, that's horrible. I mean, we have the worst team in the league, too, in that division. What is it, the Orioles? Yep, 19 They're and 42. Their pitching has been god-awful this year. Dylan Budney couldn't record an out, let up four home runs oh and seven runs. And and let let let's let's say that um, it was also against one of the worst teams in the MLB, the Kansas City Royals. So, 
Dude, what are you doing out there? Are you the ace of Baltimore? I mean, geez. yeah, really, just awful. But our main focus here is the Boston Red Sox. JD Martinez leading the league in home runs. Did you expect this? Um, no, I didn't. I thought we overpaid for him when we originally signed him. Yeah, me him. too. Me too. Of course. I mean, I think it's still a. He's a little pricey, but he's proven what he's worth so far. Yeah, I think that he has clearly shown he is worth. Yeah, uh, he that he is worth the money. He is a big name hitter in the league. And has helped the Red Sox to this incredible start. I think he'll be a big part of their playoff push. And really just probably the best signing by the Red Sox in a long time. Yeah, I agree. Um, You know, then there's Mookie Betts, too, who's... He's the best hitter in baseball, really, today. I mean, but he's... He's currently on 10-day DL, so hopefully he'll be coming back uh, soon. Eligible to come back Saturday, but is supposed to do a little rehab stint in the minor leagues. Yeah. Um, So probably next week. I think right now Mookie Betts is my bet to win MVP. Yep. As long as he stays healthy. Yeah. With the way he – it's not just the home runs because other players hit these home runs too, like – Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, JD, as we said. But he keeps his average insanely high. Oh, my God. What's it, 361, 351? I think it's something like that. Uh, I can't Unbelievable. I mean, Mookie Betts. And, you know, he, he does everything. He really does everything. He gets those extra base hits. He gets, he gets those contact hits. He steals. He makes plays in the outfield. You know, he does it all. So, uh, I think he's definitely up there for MVP this year. But I, I think... Yep, right now hitting three fifty nine, easily wow. the best of his career. Oh, my God. Easily the best in baseball. Yep. He, he's just simply playing on a whole new level. Yeah. He's hitting, I think, 18 home runs. Am I right yep. about that? I oh, think he has 17. 17. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. He has got... 17 home runs, hitting 359. I can't name any other player that's really doing anywhere close to that. Yeah. I mean, of course, he's had a few injuries. So there's guys like J.D. Martinez, who's fast him. I think Bryce Harper has fast him as well. But, you know, he's still he's still unbelievable. Yep. And then players like Andrew Benintendi have stepped up. Oh, just yeah. hit his 10th home run of the season. Yep. Bogarts has had a pretty solid year, actually. Yeah, so when I thought they should have traded yep. in the offseason, yep. but... I think a lot of us did, but he's now been solid. He's, he's definitely been solid, definitely picked up from where he was last year. I think he's pretty close to already matching his home runs yep. total from last year. Hitting roughly around 280. Not mm-hmm. great, but definitely an improvement from last year. And I'm excited to see what he does for the rest of the season. Yep. Some other players that have stepped it up. Mitch Moreland hitting mm-hmm. pretty well. Um, someone who you don't really expect a lot out of, but has given you more than you can ask for from a player of his age and caliber. Um, I think the biggest thing for the Reds, or the biggest story out of the Red Sox has been the Hanley Ramirez 
yeah. dropping, which the more I looked into it, the more I agreed with. Because if he hit, I think, like 405 at-bats, he was owed $22 million next year. Good thing to get out of that, clear yep. up some space, even though there's no cap in baseball. Yeah, I um, know. I think that was a good move, but... Yeah, I do miss him, though. I think he was a great... He was a solid player, I think. I don't know how much bringing in Dustin Pedroia really helps. He hasn't really yeah, done anything. I don't know how much he does, but... I mean, I, didn't he just get injured again, too? Yeah. Players like Brock Holt have played for him. Zhu yep. Lin. Yep. Just... Uh, I don't really know how much I agree bringing in Dustin. He's not needed, yeah. not really an important part of the team yeah. anymore as much as I hate to Someone say Someone I have been disappointed in this year, though, is Jackie Bradley Jr. I don't think he's even batting 200. It's uh, No, he's hitting more like 160. Yeah, that's awful. I uh, mean, I'm not disappointed. That's what I expect. He's a strikeout machine up yeah. there. But his his fielding is huge. Like, he is... Oh, yeah, w- easily, easily one of the best center fielders in baseball. Mm-hmm. Defensively, at least. Yeah. Um, but I, I I, don't really know what to expect from him. Like, I mean, if you're in the MLB, you should be able to at least hit 200, but... Yeah, I I think so. I, I mean, he hit well last year, or at least towards the end. And this year, he's back down into his crappy hitting again. So, I don't know what they're going to do with him. Maybe trade him. Um, but I don't, I don't think they should trade him. Him hitting 9 doesn't really hurt yeah. that much. Yeah. yeah, this year he's hitting wow, he stepped it up 198. I mean, like his best year he was hitting 267. So That's like, pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, that's... He, he's not... He's not there for his hitting. No, he's not. He's there for his outfield because uh, the other outfielders we have are big hitters, Benintendi and Mookie Betts. So, but they can also and JD Martinez really well. So, the four guys we have in the outfield, we have three out of the four are big power hitters. So, I think the real thing though is the Red Sox pitching that is keeping. Them oh up. yes, let's talk about the pitching. Chris Sale has done subpar, I think. No, I think he's still elite. I think he's. Still I still elite. think he's elite, but having gone and seen some of his starts against teams like Atlanta, he got racked off of. I went to go see the no yeah. hitter in Oakland where they got no hit. He did pretty awful that game. Um, I I've watched other games. Um, yeah, I really hope he can just get back to where he was last year. It seems like. He's a little bit rattled up there, not he's, really himself. He's been shaking a few times this year, and um, he's not—he's not throwing. He's not as consistent as he was. Where last year you could trust him every game to go out there and get the job done, and then every once in a while he'd have a bad start. Well, this year, this year there's a few more that are not very good. So. I mean, I still think he's elite, and he's been doing a great job for the team this year. I mean, then he's still the ace, of course. And you got um, David Price, who's who, who's picked like. it up. He's picked it up. I don't like David Price. I am happy that he started to pitch really well, but I don't like him personally. Yeah. 
Um, and then other pitchers have Porcello. Porcello. Ooh, he's been very good, actually. Uh, Erod, Eduardo. Oh, Rodriguez. he's great. Uh, Drew Pomeranz needs to go find another team. Yes, and he needs to stop getting injured. He just needs to stop pitching. Yeah, but you know we had the new guy who we called up for him. Oh, he did awful. Jalen Beeks. He did awful last night. Four point two innings, I think. Yeah, let him like six runs. Six runs. Yep. Yeah. Um. Uh, that was. Okay. That's ugly, especially against a team like the Detroit Tigers. You know, you can't be doing that. I don't. I don't care if it's your first first game as like a debut. I I'd be okay with if you went in and only pitched four innings. Had maybe two strikeouts. That's it, and but only let up like three runs. You know that's that's a decent start. But you know the fact that he he pitched a decent amount of innings and he let up six against the Tigers. Eh, I I wasn't happy. But you know I'll give him another chance because it was his first game. Uh, I don't really know how many more games he's gonna start the season. Yeah. I think. I don't either. I don't have a problem with the rotation as it is now. I don't think Porcello should keep pitching, but if he does, it's not the worst thing in the world. So we'll see how Alex Cora decides. Oh, yeah, Pomeranz, not Porcello. We'll see how Cora decides to play it. Hopefully he makes the right decisions out there. Yep. I think think this Red Sox team is going to be – Definitely a contender this year. The Yankees as well. Um, yeah, Yankees, Astros, and Red Sox. Yep, I know they're the top three favorites right now. And you know who's actually on top of the Astros in their division is the Mariners, who have had a crazy amount of injuries this year, yet they're still killing it. Um, yeah, I think players like James Paxton have stepped up out there. Um, one game up. On them, I, like just the players out there have done so well. Yeah, definitely an underdog coming into the season. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, they're hitting too. Their hitting's pretty solid. Yeah, someone you guys might not have heard about is Mitch Haniger. Yep. He's got thirteen home runs. Just about to say that hitting two seventy five. He's done really well. Yep. Out there. I mean, they also have a uh, Segura at shortstop. Yep. Still good solid. Player. And um, Nelson Cruz, how's he been doing this year? I think he's been solid. I don't yeah. know. He's getting old, though. So Obviously, I don't know. Uh, Robinson Cano is doing really well, but oh my he had goodness. a reason. Yeah. Uh, that's unfortunate for him. Suspended till like, late August. Yeah, re- I mean, really tough. Um, but actually, moving into the NFL now, speaking of suspensions, Julian Edelman. Facing My a guy, suspension. what are you doing? Uh, he's about to get a butt whooping from Bill Belichick oh, over yeah. there. Oh yeah. Uh, really, Dude, I don't know how to look at it. On. I I mean, I'm just I'm just annoyed with it. Like Julian Edelman, you're coming off an injury. You you gotta play the whole season and go back to being the this great receiver that you always were. But instead, you have to do drugs and get suspended for four games. Like, I mean, of course he's going to try and appeal it, but... I don't... 
I don't really know how to react to it. I never thought that he'd be that kind of guy to do it. Yeah, I, I didn't never either. really thought there should be an issue on the team, mm-hmm. like at the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just really a big blow to their it, season. It sucks. I mean, I still think I still think we're gonna be fine without him as of now. The yeah, four the four games, games are like Jacksonville, Detroit. Yeah. But I I think I think I think we should be fine. I think I know we're definitely favorites this um, for the East at least the AL. But I know we have an easy schedule as well. Which isn't always good going into the playoffs, but I mean, I I think the Patriots aren't gonna be as good as last year with a few of the losses we have. But I still think we're we're, we're four, an amazing team. Yeah, I still think we're an amazing team. But two teams I'm scared for from the NL is the Eagles, who only got better. And the Rams, who I don't know how they pulled off the all these moves, but they they got guys like Akib Talib. They 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 made a trade for him. They got they signed Adamakan Sue. Marcus Peters, right? And, yep, yep. They got Peters as well. I mean, it's it's crazy to me. They, and they got Cooks. They got Cooks from the Patriots. Yep. They they look stacked. I'm scared for, to see them. They're gonna be nasty. That'll be a good NFC Championship game. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I would love to see an Eagles Rams game. That would be fun to watch. Yeah, definitely. Um in the AFC, I don't really know what what to expect. Well, I said AL and NL. It's a AFC and NFC. ALC? No. The AFC. Yes, it is. All right. Uh yeah. Um Teams to look out for in the AFC. Up a go with Steelers. Steelers. Steelers obviously. always good. Jacksonville. Jacksonville definitely. But I don't know what they're doing. Just they what they signed Bortles for like a five year extension, something stupid like that, and they paid him decent too, which was even worse. So, I mean, yeah, Blake Blake Bortles is a five yard QB, as in he can only throw five yards or less. And then he lets his receivers run. Yeah. He doesn't definitely nowhere near a top yeah. 10 quarterback. I I do think the um, the Chargers are going to be good this year. Yeah, Chargers. Another. Uh, they're an underdog team. I would say team. 10 and 6, 9 and 7. Oh, yeah. Eight. I think they're going to win that division. Because I know after the Chiefs made a few trades, they traded Peters, they traded Alex Smith. I know they're going to be tanking. So I don't exactly know why, but I I have a feeling they're tanking. So if they're if they're out of the picture, the Broncos were terrible last year, so rule them out of the picture. The Raiders weren't very good. I'd rule them out of the picture. So the Chargers are winning that division. I think I think you also gotta watch out for uh, the Pats. Um, uh, the Bills, Dolphins, and Jets are all. They're all making trades to just do worse and tank. So the Pats have that locked in. Um, there's the Steelers in the AFC North. And then in the AFC South, there's the Jaguars and the Texans. Ah, the Texans are going to be good once Deshaun Watson's back. And I think even the Titans again. So honestly, I think it's going to end up being three teams to make the playoffs from the AFC South. I think you're kind of sleeping on my boy Derek Carr out there. 
Yeah, I am. I think with the addition of John Gruden, uh, coach, definitely going to help them out out there. Um, I mean, their team is just re- is really well built and should have definitely been a playoff team. Weren't. I think they'll make a comeback this year. Um, with players like Amari yeah, Cooper, they Derek Carr, they lost Crabtree. I think he yeah. signed with Baltimore, so they are missing him out there. Hopefully, Cooper can step up now that Crabtree's gone. But you know, we we'll just have to see what happens because I I personally don't think they're gonna be that good. I don't think their defense is very good, so that's gonna be uh, in effect. So yeah, I am sleeping on your boy Derek Carr over there, but I, I, I think the um that those are my six teams to make the playoffs from the AFC East, and no particular order, the Patriots, Steelers, Texans, Titans, Jaguars, and the Chargers. So a few teams that haven't made it in a few years. So things are changing up. Definitely. Now on to our last topic. Uh, these to cap things off. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, okay. The Stanley Cup playoffs. Alex Ovechkin gets his first Stanley Cup yep. against the very surprising Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. Let's, let's just talk about the Golden Knights for a second. I know they didn't win, so they're, 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 being, uh, they're being shaded right now. But Easily the best inaugural team for what? any of the four uh, major sports. Uh, how how a, does a team that drafts their team with guys who were let go like basically basically some some scrubs kind of yeah turn into a team that no name players that what i think they really wanted to show that it was a mistake uh, to let them go uh that was that was crazy it was the lead the leading of like james neal jonathan marchesol yeah and the Flurry, goaltending of Mark Andre Flurry, not McFlurry, not McFlurry, no Anthony. It's Flurry. Yeah, well, I mean, but he he was he was incredible, uh, uh, absolutely insane. But like I said for the or like I've said, the Stanley Cup playoffs and just hockey in general, unpredictable. Really, it yeah. can really come down to one or two uh, lucky bounces of the puck. Yeah, to help your team win, but um, I think I think the uh, Caps did deserve it this year. I know they choke every year, so finally got one. But yeah, you know. I'm ha- I'm happy for my my guy Alex Ovechkin. Yep, long overdue for yep. him. Um, definitely one of the best players in hockey right now, approaching oh yeah, greatest of, of all time. Um, really. A well-built team out there, and I mean, they were still doubted against like teams like the Pittsburgh Penguins, yeah, Tampa Bay Lightning. They were doubted, yeah. And I think even coming into this against an inaugural season team, they were still doubted. And I think they wanted to show everyone they they were. I think they were not the favorites. I yeah. think I think Vegas they w- was the favorites, like thirteen to one. Yeah, I think so. they were they were ready to show everyone. Yeah. Why they? Oh yeah, because they they choke every year. So you know that's that's kind of what happened. Everybody's expecting them to choke again, but you know with the team and with players like Ovechkin and who they have T.J. Oshie as well out there. 
Yeah, but you know. this this really shouldn't uh, take away from the Vegas Golden Knights. Really yeah. incredible season. Yeah. Ha- excited to see more of what they can do out there yeah. in L- in Las Vegas. Um, I think their team is really built for the future. Yep. Just really excited to see what the rest of the NHL holds with teams like them, Winnipeg, and Nashville. There, there has been talks. The there has been talks um on an, another team that's going to be added. So we'll have an even number of teams yep. instead of 31. Seattle. I yep. there. I've heard Seattle. 32 teams, right? That would yep. be That would be 32. So um with another expansion team, can we expect the same? Can we expect something different out of there? Uh, I I'm gonna expect something different because teams will realize I think what's to happen, and you know they now have less guys, I guess that they're gonna have to let go. So like less talented. So I think I think it'll be different. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone can ever expect like the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, I think they'll be good. I just don't know how good. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm excited for the Bruins. I think they could make a run next year. I was a little upset this year when they lost yeah. in five they into to the, the Lightning. Capitals. Oh yeah. Jeez. Uh, yeah, definitely expecting big things out of them. Yeah. I think that they really need to show that they're not a group of small guys that can be pushed around. Yep. What's happening with Rick Nash? Isn't he a free agent? Rick Nash is a free agent. Uh, expected to sign back with Boston. All right, good. And I think that will do it for this week, guys. Yep. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Peace.